if you have a think about it, like what they're looking at is inflammation in the body. And it makes sense if you think about it because inflammation is like fire in the body. And so when your body is in a beautiful state, it's like it's in flow. It's doing what it's supposed to do. It's taking care of you. It's rejuvenating. It's growing. But if there's fires going on, it's obviously going to focus on putting out the fires. So where is your energy going into putting out the fires, into healing and trying to solve that? And it's in this fight or flight, like this, this stressed mode versus the beautiful restorative and growth and creativity, right? Welcome listeners to the Mindfulness Experience podcast, where we delve into the world of mindfulness, well-being and personal development. Today, we have the pleasure of hosting Claudia Von Buslaga, one of the presenters at Wonderland 2023, a conference dedicated to exploring the frontiers of longevity, biohacking, and personal growth by blending the medical with the mystical. Claudia is a longevity and lifestyle coach. She's a podcaster and serial entrepreneur, and she has an incredible story to share with us today about how she reversed her biological age by 15 years she also healed her trauma, grew spirituality, and enhanced her longevity. Claudia has researched, tested, and interviewed numerous experts on biohacking and has discovered some of the most effective hacks for achieving optimal health and wellness. We can't wait to learn more from her insights and her expertise. Welcome, Claudia. How are you today? Thank you, Keith, and thank you for having me on. I'm so excited to be here and for that lovely introduction. So thank you. Well, thank you. I I, I am so excited because, you know, I'm not a spring chicken anymore. So <laughs> I am I'm excited to hear about the biohacks uh, for uh, longevity and for uh, overall wellness. And I'm wondering if you can um, you know, you're going to be one of the speakers uh, at the conference. Uh, what is yeah. your, well, first of all, just what's your session going to be about? Sure. So I am very excited that Wonderland is expanding. Obviously, psychedelics is such an exciting space, but also around mental health and longevity. And so I'm really excited to share my passion around longevity and some biohacks and things that people can do to get started on that journey, because maybe even just one point around longevity, you know, some people hear the word longevity and they're like, but I don't want to be 90 years old for another 50 years, mm -hmm. 90 years old as we know it. And that's not the point. Right. And so mm -hmm. what I, I really hope people will grasp as, as how I interpret it is that why not optimize your health now and live in that beautiful higher state for mm -hmm. so much longer? Mm -hmm. Be it to, you know, people throw around numbers like, you know, 200 or whatever as well. But this is the beauty of the time that we're in, that with technology, with the advances in science, with personalized medicine, it is possible to get to this phenomenal state of health, to reverse disease, to prevent disease. Many diseases that we know, like diabetes, Alzheimer's, etc., can be avoided. These are not preventable or unpreventable diseases mm -hmm. and so if we can live in this beautiful state of peak health peak life and not have to worry about going to the doctor taking the medication spending all the money on our health care health care mm -hmm. more sick care than i'd say health care mm -hmm. 
-hmm. and instead live our true passion and purpose, like what a beautiful place the world is going to be. So as you can see, I'm super excited. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be sharing um, some of the, the key strategies and tools and, and part of my story as well at the conference and hope to inspire a lot of people to be like, oh, this is much easier than I thought. And it's just starting with um, understanding what is possible today. That's amazing. Uh, you know, and I'm, I'm really interested to hear about, I think your session is the top 10 biohacks for reversing um, uh, for longevity and aging, right? The top 10 reversing biohacks aging. For, <laughs> for reversing yeah. aging. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I want to dive into that, but I want to also understand how did you first become interested in this? Because this is not, you know, something they teach you in school, you know, and, and certainly <laughs> yet, as you, yet, and yet <laughs> and we, and we hope it, it, it would be, it, it should be mm -hmm. basic you know, uh, ground level education, how to eat, how to think, how to go ahead and take care of your body, how to go yes. ahead and sleep and rest. I mean, those should be basic tools, but how did yeah. you become interested in performance coaching and health optimization? Yeah. So I learned the hard way, Keith. <laughs> so anyone listening, I'm very much hoping you don't have to go down this path, mm -hmm. but you know, I used to be this high energy teenager, 20 year old thinking that like, oh, I can sleep when I'm dead, you know, totally stupid, mm -hmm. um, pushing, 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 burning the candle at both ends. Mm -hmm. um, back in the day, did the sort of typical business school, went into investment banking where they expect these horrendous hours. And that was just this high adrenaline cortisol release, um, which obviously over time piled up into health issues, mm -hmm. you know, chronic fatigue, chronic cytositis. Um, I had two small children at the time and it really accumulated one day when I got off the call with with a doctor of mine. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I pretty much thought I can manage a little sleep until I'm 90 and that's not going to be an issue. Right. And I spoke <laughs> to my doctor that day. Yeah, I know stupidly. Right. I mean, I, I'm, I'm taking full ownership now of my mm -hmm. naivety at the time. And I got off the call with my doctor who was reporting my latest blood test results. And, you know, I'm this eternal optimist and everything was going to be fine. And he really had to say no in certain terms. He's like, Claudia, I'm two weeks away from hospitalizing you. Like, you have to take mm. this seriously. Like, mm. your blood markers are in, are in the red. Like, this is major. This is not something like, it'll be fine. And it was interesting, Keith, because I stood up and I walked over to the stairs and I was trying to go up the stairs. And I remember feeling like I was climbing Mount Everest. It was like one slow mm. step over the other and I'm like what is going on like where is my high energy and I remember mm. looking at my watch and it wasn't even lunchtime and I had like businesses to run I was this can-do doer of everything I had two small children I had all these plans I was like if this is my life now mm. I'm in my 30s like what is the next 10 20 30 years gonna look like wow and it was in that moment I was like this is enough like mm -hmm. I need to take this seriously because it's going to just go downhill from here. And this is not the life I want. Mm -hmm. And that set me on the path of really taking and digging deep into the science behind longevity and biohacking and peak performance. And what does that mean? Mm -hmm. And really uncovering it. And I started really implementing strategies and tools on myself and feeling amazing and things like that. And so much so I had my friends and they're like, hey, what are you doing? Like, this looks amazing. Mm. What are you doing about that? And then I started noticing my friend's parents were coming to me and, you know, mm. she's like, I'm 72. I'm a diabetic. Like, what should I be doing? I'm like, hang on a second. I'm not a doctor. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, let's be very careful, but I can point you in the right direction. Right. And part of my passion also lies in my mother having dementia and mm. unfortunately finding out too late that it is a preventable and reversible disease. But mm -hmm. unfortunately, if it's caught on time 
and 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 we caught it too late. Mm -hmm. And so through that, I started Longevity and Lifestyle, which is my current company. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get to interview mm-hmm. some of the world's pioneering scientists, doctors mm-hmm. that are working on amazing things that help people. And, and mm-hmm. I've obviously done a ton of training and, and coaching and NLP and mm-hmm. mindfulness and mm-hmm. breath work and all these really cool things that we can all be doing. Um, and yeah, so that's how, what got me started on mm-hmm. the journey. And mm-hmm. I'm just so passionate about advising and helping as many people as possible mm-hmm. live in that peak state. Mm-hmm. Mm. So you can have this beautiful life and impact on the world. Well, this is a uh, this is incredibly exciting for me. I know you you read a little bit about my bio. I'm a two-time cancer survivor, and uh, you know I really do believe in the integration of mind, body, spirit. The breath yes. works. You know that's the spirit. You know the food, the ability to rest, and then your relationships and your environment and your aspirations. So I'm wondering, you know, we're 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 gonna uh, have this great session at Wonderland, and it's going to talk about you know the top ten biohacks for reversing aging. You said, um, and I've read that you've reversed your aging by 15 years, and mm-hmm. I'd like to unpack that a little bit, and maybe you know you can provide a little bit of insight in terms of maybe some key biohacks that you've implemented in your life that have helped you to reverse your biological age and maybe help you to increase your longevity. Yeah. Yeah, sure. So one is, you know, people are like, what reverse your age? Like, how do I do that? You know, Mm. is there a pill? Like, what can I do? (laughs) Right. So first of all, we have to obviously differentiate between the age on our passport, our chronological age, Mm. which sadly we can (laughs) not do so much about (laughs) and our biological age. So how Mm. old are our body is Mm -hmm. and there are different tests and markers some measure telomeres Mm -hmm. and the length of the telomeres which is thought to not be very effective because it depends on the day that you measure them etc and there's other tests and and one that i'm a huge fan of which is called glycan age and it measures your glycans or the inflammation that's happening in your body it's based Mm -hmm. on over 20 years of research by one of the co-founders he's a a professor in this space a very well respected that's like glycan age so how do you spell that glycan so Mm g-l-y-c-a-n got it and then age glycan age and so if you have a think about it like what they're looking at is inflammation in the body Mm -hmm. and it makes sense if you think about it because inflammation is like fire in the body and so Mm -hmm. when your body is in a beautiful state it's like it's in flow it's doing what it's supposed to do it's taking care of you it's rejuvenating it's growing but If there's fires going on, it's obviously going to focus on putting out the fire. So where is your energy going into putting out the fires, into healing and trying to solve that? And it's in this fight or flight, like this this stressed mode versus the beautiful restorative and growth and creativity. Right. I mean, you know, we can make different analogies between Mm -hmm. war and peace or whatever you want to call it. And so anyway, going back to the biological age testing, it's looking at inflammation in the body. So this is a test that anyone can take. You can order it online. It gets uh, sent to your house and it's like a finger prick test. Um, Mm -hmm. You drop some blood onto the sheet and then it goes off to a lab and in a few Mm -hmm. weeks you get the results back. And this is the beauty, Keith, and and this is why I'm so excited about where science is now. Because Mm -hmm. a lot of people are like, oh, it's my genes, I can't change anything. Well, if you think about what are our genes, they're like a light switch. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to have them on the whole time. So if you create an environment around those light switches, Right. And around those genes Mm -hmm. that even if you have a predisposition to something and this doesn't apply to everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But two, there's a lot that are epigenetically Mm -hmm. influenced. Mm -hmm. Just don't activate that switch. 
you mm. know? Mm-hmm. And if you keep that and you take care of yourself and if you know that certain genes in your body, and this is why fun- functional genomics is really exciting, mm-hmm. if you know that there are certain lifestyle interventions that you can do mm-hmm. that are really good for you, that really help you to optimize your health, like your body wants to heal you. Your body wants to help you. It's like support it to mm-hmm. do that. Give it the nutrition, give it the sleep, give it the environment that it needs. Mm-hmm. Detox whatever poisons, if you have, you know, mercury fillings, if you have been living in a black mold house or whatever mm-hmm. it might be. There are modalities modalities to detox and mm-hmm. to rejuvenate as well. So that's a sort of long answer to mm-hmm. what is a biological age testing, right. first of right. all. Um, but, um, you know, just to, to share some of them and some people listening might be like, bio what? Like, what are you doing? Biohacking, what is that thing? You're, you're, you're chopping a part of your body. No, it's not that. I know yeah, that like yeah. originally it did get a pretty bad rap in terms of people like, expecting mm-hmm. you had to like implant chips into your body right, and all right. this stuff. And, well, you know, uh, hey, I'm OK with implanting chips if I need to, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that, that'll help. I mean, you know, exactly. Uh, the question, the EMF radiation. But, maybe not yeah, also the best, but, but that's a yeah, But you don't have to do that. I love your uh, example of uh, the epigenetics, you know, and your yeah. inherited uh, DNA. I always talk about, you know, you're given a library and you can take out whatever books you want. You know, some mm-hmm. books you don't have to take out. You can put yeah. them back and you can yeah. take out others. So yeah. I, I, I like the, and, and the uh, idea of the inflammation. So is that from a, uh, when we talk about the body, are you looking at, um, the uh, acidic content of the body, you know, where you, uh, because I look at it almost like a, a pool, right? Where you're alkaline versus acidic, your pH levels are high or your, your alkaline levels, because we do want an alkaline, more of an alkaline body from what I understand. And I'm just wondering your thoughts around that since we're down that track a little bit more. Yeah. Sure. So to touch on that as well, I actually had an interesting podcast interview with an expert and this was an interesting piece of point of conversation Mm -hmm. we had as well. And it obviously makes sense. So Mm -hmm. generalized in in general, inflammation, Mm -hmm. we associate with an acid, acid, uh, forget Uh, the word, acidic, yeah, (laughs) acidity, I wanted to say, Uh but that's not my English word. So high high acidic, but Mm -hmm. you need to think about that a little bit separately because Mm -hmm. for example we want to make sure that Mm -hmm. our stomach and our gut is Mm -hmm. not alkaline right gut biomes are breaking it down yeah Mm -hmm. it needs to break down so certain parts of our system need to be acidic for a certain reason Mm -hmm. um and other parts yeah they might be inflamed as Mm -hmm. well so i think it's it's differentiating a little bit more into detail around that as well so yeah yeah it's not yeah. just like only eating alkaline foods and that's the only thing. It's more like what is the nutrition that your body mm-hmm. needs to be at its peak level without right. looking at the pH specifically. But right. for example, people are like, oh, don't eat meat. And I know this is a big debate and there's going to be vegans and vegetarians. Well, that's and- where I was going next. <laughs> Go ahead, please. But I'll give you a perfect yeah. example, right? Yeah. And so, you yeah. know, I respect people's differences and things as well. But you need to know that the body does need a certain amount of like, you know, nutrients, right? So you need right. to make sure. And this, I think, is a challenge that some people are like, oh, I'm vegan, but they're not really looking into the macros and the micros of their diet, right? right. So yes, there are ways around it. But, you know, let's look at meat, right? So there's all these great documentaries on Netflix and other places like what the health. I remember the first time I saw it right. and it shows these like mass farms of these like cattles and they're being injected with the antibiotics and like all this like toxic stuff and their feed that they're having is like, you know, parts of other animals, like, whatever it is, right? This horrendous 
thing. And that's obviously, you know, ideally not the meat that you want to be consuming. Right. Yeah. Processed, <laughs> been, industrialized meat that yeah, is not yeah. organic or not grass fed or whatever. Correct. Yeah. You don't want to be ingesting antibiotics that have been pumped into an animal. And that's why, and I understand that it is more expensive, mm -hmm. but you are investing in your health. So it could be someone who says, oh, I'm very cautious with antibiotics, but I'm eating away at, you know, the normal mm -hmm. eggs, the non-organic eggs and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so you are ingesting that into your system. Mm -hmm. It is impacting your gut health. Our gut is our second brain, right? Right. So looking at our diet, which is basically the 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 medicine we feed our body every day, mm -hmm. and this is where I think the system is a bit dislocated, mm -hmm. for lack of a better right. word. I mean, yeah, food is it, medicine. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's not it's not taught in med medical school. Mm -hmm. So if you ask your doctor, like, ask them, like, how much nutrition training have you had? Mm -hmm. If they've had one hour and seven years of medical school, like, right. they're doing well. And right. that's one hour. And that's the, the issue is that doctors are put under so much pressure. They've got six, seven mm -hmm. minutes per patient. Mm -hmm. So they need to figure out. And they're taught in medical school, diagnosis, prescription, diagnosis, mm -hmm. prescription. Well, hey, where are most of the medical schools funded from? Harvard, mm -hmm. Stanford, there's right. pharmaceutical industry. So we have ulterior motives in there as well. So mm -hmm. it's just knowing and hopefully empowering people listening that we can do so much and take care of ourselves so much mm -hmm. is by avoiding all those processed foods mm -hmm. and i know it's super confusing and they'll be on the front of the box like it's healthy and it's fortified with this or whatever right. as well but right. then it will have 50 grams of sugar in there and right. unfortunately you know sugar is so detrimental and it's highly inflammatory so right. and of course in the u.s 50 grams people don't understand that 50 grams is actually 12 teaspoons of sugar four grams per per teaspoon so, you know, I mean, it's that ability to really, and, you know, sugar is highly addictive. And from a gut biome viewpoint, I'm really interested, you know, in this whole idea of, you know, how we, how we manage our, 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 our sphere, our internal biome, our, our, yeah. you know, because we are, we're biological creatures in our own biosphere. And, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, and then we're interacting with the world, which is then interacting with us and really causing us, you know, I'm what, what are, what are some of the misconceptions about this idea of biohacking? I know we talked about the whole idea of, you know, putting chips in, but, you know, is it really that it's sort of like beyond the individual's capability to biohack or, I mean, what are some of the other ones that you come up against when you're dealing with with people? Yeah, that's a great question, Keith. I mean, obviously, one is with the chips or that like they right. saw some biohackers with these blue Smurf tongues like, oh, my gosh, right. they're so scary. <laughs> right. So, I mean, there are some fun, slightly crazy mm -hmm. things as well, but like everything with a pinch of salt. And I think, you know, what is biohacking? Well, it's optimizing the environment within and without if mm -hmm. to just make it super simple mm -hmm. as well and um i think another myth as well is this one size fits all mm. and we are all different and it's just to go and follow one trend blindly because you know you read it online or you know your your colleague is doing this and he lost 20 pounds or whatever mm -hmm. it might be is not necessarily the right thing and let me give you a concrete example keith mm -hmm. So this whole big fasting, intermittent fasting trend, right. I'm sure you've probably heard about it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I've thought and, about it too. I okay. <laughs> haven't done it. Haven't done it. Uh, I okay. love my food okay. too much. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, there are hugely beneficial um, aspects to mm -hmm. it. But again, this is to the point of, you know, it's not for everyone and not for everyone off the bat. You know, putting aside, you know, breastfeeding or pregnant women um, over a certain age, etc. But 
what people don't realize is that they are might already be in a highly stressed highly inflamed state getting mm. three hours of sleep a night and then they're like hey let me not eat for 20 hours a day mm -hmm. right like what is that doing to the body you're putting it in an even more chronic stress mode yeah, so the cortisol. benefit yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah so the benefits are not going to be there and you know, I think what I what I help also clients that I, that I work together with or people that, that I speak to, it's just to make sure that like the foundation of your house is in a really good place. Have a blood test. Look for like, what is, are you low on vitamin D and magnesium? Like, what are the, some of the basics that need to be solid before you start looking at doing longer intermittent mm -hmm. fasts, for example? Um, and also, you know, I interviewed recently Dr. Sachin Panda, who's the circadian rhythm, and, and every individual can do the 12 to 13 hour fast overnight. Mm -hmm. So if you just want to do a baseline, start with that and you're doing really, really well mm -hmm. for your longevity and for your health. Mm. And it, it is pretty, pretty simple as well. Mm -hmm. And another point is for women as well. So women and like, you know, a lot of female, female clients as well, and myself included, was like, oh, you know, intermittent fasting, can I do hit the 16 hours and I'm using the app, you know, the, to track mm -hmm. it and I'm in this state or whatever as well. But women are obviously more complex creatures than men. We have mm -hmm. a different hormonal mm -hmm. cycle. Mm -hmm. And so it can be very detrimental for women to be doing mm -hmm. these longer periods of fasting and mm -hmm. um, in terms of like the, the intermittent fast windows. And so it's knowing those aspects of it too and really taking care of your body because what happens is it's a fine line of getting into an optimization state versus mm -hmm. causing more mm -hmm. havoc mm -hmm. and destruction mm -hmm. which is not the point right mm -hmm. so that's why i mean in terms of not one size fits all um and um I guess another misconception as well, Keith, is that, you know, biohacking costs lots of money, you know, 40 years of Zen, you know, neurohacking is $15,000 for five days. And that's the only thing you can do. Well, this is the beauty of it. Some things are completely free fasting, mm -hmm. right? You actually save money because you don't have to necessarily eat <laughs> as much as you right. were before. Your breath, which you were talking about before, meditation, like these are so powerful, walking in nature and grounding. Mm -hmm. There's so many things we can do that are so good for us, mm -hmm. for the soul, for the spirit, like for all of all of us that are free. Mm -hmm. So um, just that misconception mm -hmm. of it has to be really expensive or I don't have the budget to do mm -hmm. it. It's just, mm -hmm. you know, please reframe that. Please shift that. Mm -hmm. You know, you reminded me when we were, when I was listening to you, uh, first of all, I probably need to fast a little bit more. Um, <laughs> you know, I do stop at a certain time of the night and I, I begin again. The, so that 12 hours, I try to try to look at that. Good. But right. then the other thing you reminded me about is the saying, you know, as 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 below, so above, as above, so below, yep. you know, from the microcosm to the macrocosm, that whole idea of our uh, getting in balance with life. And I'm wondering you know in terms of your regime how do you balance your personal life and your business life because many people who are listening are going oh my goodness you know that's all well and fine but i can't manage that i need a sandwich and i get it on the run and i do what i can and it sort of reminds me of what you were talking about happened with you in your 30s so i'm wondering you know how do you balance the business and the personal uh, to maintain the optimal health and the well-being are there some certain ground rules of certain things that people mm -hmm. can look at like the abcs or so on great question so um one of the things that i've created is what i call my say no to say yes system and and that basically walks people through first of all because mm -hmm. we forget to do this getting super super clear on like what is it that you want what is it that you love and what is your why mm. 
And that helps you as a having what I call a true north blueprint so mm. that you can start saying no to things in your life. Mm. Because why do we feel stressed? Why do we feel like we don't have time? Because we've said yes to everything. Mm. Mm. And we've said yes to all the invitations. And then we're ha grabbing coffee with people we, we're not even sure why we're grabbing coffee with. And then we're doing this and we're frazzled and we're stressed and we just don't find peace for ourselves. We're crashing into bed at one o'clock at night. We're getting up at six in the morning and we just feel like I don't have time. But when we really, so what is, really what is your what is your why? What is your why? And and that and what I hear you saying in that is yeah. eliminate the things that are no's. Yeah. Yes. The, but getting the clear things that take on, away the energy. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So so my why Keith mm -hmm. goes down to and there's an mm -hmm. exercise that I love to do. But it's I don't want other people to have to suffer like I suffered. You know, as I mentioned before, mm. my mother with dementia, my father has cancer. I personally was in a very bad state where I really was visualizing myself sitting in a hospital with two small children, not being able to take care of them and mm. just letting people know that there's another life possible. And mm. like we should all be here fulfilling our true purpose and doing amazing things in the world instead of in this stressed state of like close thinking and how am I going to survive and how am I going to do this, mm. etc. So I, I really, really am so passionate about empowering and helping people to take that power back and to really start living their, their optimal life. So so that's on that point as well. And then um, you were you were asking about the um, getting aligned or what was the second point sorry i've forgotten <laughs> yeah it was it was about uh you know what do you do uh, to balance the personal life as well as your business yeah. life and maintain yeah. optimal well-being and if there was an abc so you said you know finding your why okay so yeah. i got that that's great and that's like my purpose and what yeah. lights me up ignites me gives me energy charges me yeah Yes, exactly. And so um, by knowing your why, it's easy to then match things. So someone says, hey, Keith, in three months, we're holding this uh, big event. Are you going to come? It's going to be a week of your time, whatever as well. And so it helps you to be able to be like, is this aligned with my purpose, with my why, with what I want to do? If it's a heck yes, then then go for it. And there's some analogies I love, like if you don't have a seven out of 10, right? And if it's not an eight, nine or 10 out of 10, then it's a no because you mm. need to start valuing your time mm. or if something is in the future for example it's hard to know like how busy you will be then but you do know how busy you are now and you do pretty much know how busy you're going to be next week tuesday so this is another point that i love is like okay i know how busy i'm going to be next week tuesday imagine i had the evening free but this was the invitation for next week tuesday mm -hmm. if it's not a yes for next week tuesday i'm not going to say yes for six months time because i'm going to value my time in order to do the things that I need, in order to have the time for the mindfulness and the meditation and the breathing and being present, which is mm. huge mm. as well. And so that is one sort of indicator of getting clear on your purpose and what you want and your why, being able to say no gracefully to, to things that are just not aligned with you and, and valuing your time more. And then the next step is, is what I call like my win, win the day system. And it's setting up optimal routines in the morning, in the evening, daily mm. check-ins mm -hmm. so that you think once and roll it out from there mm -hmm. because decision fatigue is real. And if you have to think every day, like, oh, what should I be doing? You're not going to mm -hmm. know. And it's literally mm -hmm. sitting down once, thinking through those optimal morning routines that make you win the day mm -hmm. every day, the optimal evening routine. So you get that quality sleep, you mm -hmm. wind down, you're not waking up in the middle of the night stressed. And once you have those in place, mm -hmm. then you don't need to worry about what am I going to have for lunch because you've actually thought about it. And mm -hmm. 
you know, mm-hmm. decision fatigue is a, is a big thing. Why do you think Steve Jobs wore the same thing or Mark Zuckerberg? <laughs> Even Obama admitted to wear one of two different suits, right? right? So it's one less thing to have to think about. Right, um, right. That's great. So, yeah. I, I, I love that. I love that. And when you talk about these uh, foundational routines, what mm-hmm. are we talking about there? I mean, I, I, I look at mindfulness and breathing mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, prayer or meditation or projection in terms of bringing people into my life i look mm-hmm. at ways of you know what am i how am i i, I do that internal weather you know uh, analysis uh, and and follow my breath you know during Beautiful. the course of the day you know mm-hmm. just to go ahead and say you know what's going on where are you at and so on and so forth what are some of the uh, you know routines that you're talking about in terms of mindfulness practice and how you know how do they or breathing or any of the other things and how do you think they impact your life and your overall well-being you know so to answer the second part mm-hmm. exponentially <laughs> i can tell the days when i don't for whatever reason manage right. to do my morning priming as i call it right. and you know it's again when people are starting off they might feel like oh this is too much and i've been doing this mm-hmm. quite a while so you kind of it's like a staircase right you try a few things what resonates you stick with and then try a few more and then mm-hmm. you know drop a few that aren't serving you mm-hmm. um and I, it's a sort of combining body mind and spirit in terms mm-hmm. of bringing different things together and what i like to do is um you know start by having daylight exposure so you're mm-hmm. switching the the hormonal system by having that daylight exposure you're activating your circadian rhythm Mm-hmm. Um, to know that it's daytime and I like to do a deep gratitude mm. and I'm not talking about two minutes mm-hmm. it's like what thing big or small can I be really grateful for and it's not the you know the listing off oh I'm grateful for my life I'm grateful for this mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. really feeling like that heart opening gratitude and just mm-hmm. spending two minutes in that energy it's just such mm-hmm. a beautiful way to start the day mm-hmm. um, then what I like to do is a morning priming practice mm-hmm. so it's a mixture of some qigong breath work some tapping um, mm-hmm. also um, some meditation visualization mm-hmm. and then making choices for the day but in general for my life like things that I choose to do and there's a powerful hack. Um, I'm stealing it from something that Hugh Jackman does with his life coach every day is that you write down what you're going to do that day. Mm-hmm. So today I, but you write it in the past tense as if it's done. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. the mind can't differentiate between that. But if it's a foregone conclusion, if you're already setting yourself up to win, when you then go to that meeting or make that presentation or meet the new client or whatever it might be, and your mind's like, oh, this is a positive ex- experience mm-hmm. because this morning we already decided it that way. It just completely changes that energy and dynamic of your day as well. So I find that really, really powerful. So it's um, like the flight simulator getting into the flight and already, you know, taking the taking the flight and yeah, looking at yeah. looking at your day from the viewpoint of it's already done. Isn't that it's done yeah. and, and positive? I, I made it, and yeah. it's great. Yeah, sure. yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. Why not? Right. If we have a choice, right. why not go for the good? Right. Right. So that that's part of it. And that's then um, getting some exercise first thing in the morning, mm-hmm. just getting that heart rate up, be it jumping on a small trampoline. I got one mm-hmm. recently and myself and my kids oh, really? the best I wanted. It's I feel like a big kid again. And that's, that's what life is about. Have uh-huh. more play to running around the block, to walking around the block, depending on your level. And I'm talking, you know, minimum five minutes, but ideally, you know, 15 minutes. And what's happening is that the blood flow is stimulating what's called BDNF, which is brain derived nootropic factor, which Mm -hmm. is like this beautiful growth factor that is supporting your brain, right? So we Mm -hmm. want to be sharp. We want to have great cognition. 
um, and all the rest of it as well. And, and by the way, just to mention, like having a good morning routine and getting mm -hmm. going well in the morning will help with your evening routine and getting to sleep at night. Mm. So people sometimes forget that, right? So that that's just really important. So I love that exercise and, and, and getting that through. And then the cold shower, Keith. I know people, mm -hmm. and especially mm -hmm. uh, a lot of women. And I used to be the one. If it wasn't like hot, I right. was like no very way. hot. Yeah. <laughs> and there, there's different stages. I, I've obviously progressed over right. time. At the, the beginning, the, Wim, it was a bit the like, Wim Hof method. You want to jump into? I mean, the... I I, I, well, I don't do an ice bath first no? thing in the morning. No? I don't have the time exactly. Not not every day, right? Mm -hmm. But at least putting the shower cold for a minute at the end. Um, and at the beginning, I was like the chicken dance, like one arm in, one <laughs> the other arm in. <laughs> And you build up over time, right? right and right. Um, it's just so beneficial. And um, I'm undiagnosed, but I'm pretty sure I have some form of ADHD. And one of the things with ADHD is um, mm -hmm. dopamine levels. And it's shown, research shows, that you can increase your dopamine levels by, wait for it, up to 500% mm. by having that cold exposure in the morning over a prolonged period of time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. again a free biohack okay you have to pay right. for the water maybe depending on where you are mm -hmm. but you are increasing your dopamine levels your mood increases um it will mm -hmm. also wake you up like a foghorn so if mm -hmm. you're having trouble waking up you will definitely be awake after this mm -hmm. um and then i love to couple with uh, you know an alkaline smoothie mm -hmm. for example mm -hmm. with spirulina organic greens mm -hmm. things like that too Find mm -hmm. that really helpful. Um, yeah. Sometimes I'll do a, a coffee with um, some MCT oil and, and collagen in it as mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, you know, that in the morning, and mm -hmm. I've got it down to a science where, like, right. I can get it between thirty and forty minutes in the morning. And I, yes, I get up earlier because of it. And at mm -hmm. the beginning, yes, it was painful, but it's in a routine, mm -hmm. and now I can't live without it. Mm -hmm. And what a way to start your day. And I'm a different yeah. mother for my kids. And when I go to wake them up, then this sort of half sleepy, like, hey guys, <laughs> it's time to get up. So well, yeah. that's uh, that's absolutely wonderful. And I, I, you know, I I notice the difference. I walk two miles in the morning. I have my. Mm -hmm. My smoothie. I have. I have a big cacao, raw cacao. I mix that in there. I have Delicious. some. I have a big bulk thing of spirulina that I just got, which I take normally, you know, somewhere closer to lunchtime, just so I can go mm -hmm. ahead and get more protein. And, you know, I'm I'm pretty much a vegan. I I've just slipped a little, and I brought back fish because my body said you need a little fish. Yeah. But uh, I think that uh, that whole idea of of really, you know, just kind of treating yourself and having that inner awareness is so yeah. important. And you can feel the levels. You can really feel the levels. And, yeah. uh, you know, you 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 look great, by the way. I, I, <laughs> I whatever is I, you know, I, you know, I, and I and it's 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 just one of those things that when you feel good inside, you look good outside as well. Right. You know, yeah. isn't isn't that great? So. Let me ask you, you know, you're, you're I love the fact that we're we've expanded the Wonderland Conference uh, agenda to look at not only psychedelics, but health and wellness and longevity and all of that. And I'm just wondering, uh, as we start to look at, you know, the biohacking and how that may evolve in terms of longevity and where the psychedelics might even play in. Mm -hmm. I am wondering what your view is in terms of what you see the you know in terms of the future and what do you think are some of the more promising developments if you will as we start moving forward and people become more aware and more conscious of their own capability to really manage their own healthcare yeah 
So yeah, I think it's it's really beautiful, and I think that the psychedelic piece I'm really really excited about. I've also on the podcast interviewed some phenomenal people, Dr. Pamela Crisco. I think she's also going to be at the conference. Julia Mir as well, Dr. Julia Mir. Um, I've also had several experiences myself. I was uh, in Costa Rica earlier this year for this beautiful ayahuasca experience, and I think that. People can focus on biohacking in terms of optimization, but if you have trauma, unresolved trauma, mm. if there are certain experiences within, you're just going to be on the surface with a lot of things. Mm. And that's why, as you said as well, and I'm a firm believer of that body, mind and spirit piece. And yes, it might be painful. And yes, there might be you know childhood traumas that we don't want to touch. But if we don't heal those, mm -hmm. emotional trauma will affect your health. It's shown again and again. And so I think that there's such a big piece around incorporating. We are these beautiful holistic beings and we have to look at these different aspects as well. Wow. And so part of longevity is like have resolving and that's part of our journey mm -hmm. as well, like resolving those trauma pieces so that you can step into that higher vibration so you can be the best version of yourself. And, you know, everyone has a story, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And so seeing that that like life happens for you not to you mm -hmm. and seeing how that can become your message you know there are so many beautiful examples of people myself included but mm -hmm. other people with bigger stories or whatever it is it's not a comparison who turn that into their why mm -hmm. and go in, about and help other people with it as well so um finding that holistic view and that's why i'm so excited that uh, that the psychedelics piece and the mental health mm -hmm. piece is incorporated in the same term as with longevity as well because if we have all this trauma and we're trying to biohack and optimize everything, but internally we're mm -hmm. deteriorating because of that emotional baggage, if you will, or the trauma, mm -hmm. you're only going to get so far. And actually, interestingly, Keith, the longest running study out of Harvard started in 1938, the year mm -hmm. my father was born, so mm -hmm. 85 years ago. Some of the people are in their 90s and they showed that the key to longevity and happiness, which is so important to, in longevity in older age, are around relationships, connection, mm -hmm. having that proximity. And these are in real life relationships and not the WhatsApp message or the Instagram, right? <laughs> so, right. you know, going back to the days where, you know, thinking back to my grandfather's time, they used to write a letter to somebody mm -hmm. and be like, I'd love to come visit you. And you'd spend days and you'd have these beautiful, deep conversations. It's like, let's reawaken that. Mm -hmm. Let's connect at the soul level to people, you know, mm -hmm. and really, really help them. And so, bringing it all together for longevity, the piece is also around the mental health and around the psychedelics, if that's a tool for healing trauma, for you know whatever might be coming up for you as well, or for the spiritual awakening, mm -hmm. wherever you might be mm -hmm. at in your journey. Um, and then coupling it with the biohacking and optimization mm -hmm. um, pieces as well. And you, know, you were asking, where, where do I see the future in that? Well, I think the exciting piece is around that empowerment and personalized medicine. You know, I wear an aura ring, for example, mm -hmm. sleep used to be a huge issue for me. I'm getting on top of it. I'm understanding my sleep cycles. Mm -hmm. How do I optimize that, which allows me to show up as a better person the next day, right? Mm -hmm. To, you know, I have my my Apple Watch and the different things that I that I use as well. So mm -hmm. that personalized medicine piece, um, you know, for some people, it's, it's putting on a continuous glucose mm -hmm. monitor, which was mm -hmm. typically used for diabetics. But um, I was testing it to see what was, um, I have Siri talking to me here. <laughs> um, I was putting it, I put it on and I was so surprised that what I thought was healthy sweet potatoes for me was causing a huge insulin spike. Mm. And so it's mm. personal to me and it mightn't be the next hundred people that try it. And that's mm -hmm. why 
personalized medicine allows you to be individual for you mm-hmm. and to really understand what's happening. And then it's not saying don't go to your doctor anymore. I'm not saying that under no case, but then mm-hmm. you can go and say, hey, mm-hmm. I'm seeing that um, actually these foods are, you know, maybe I have an allergy. This is, I'm feeling mm-hmm. really lethargic after I, I consume this or that and the other. Like, could there be something below it? So you're having a very educated conversation mm-hmm. with your doctor. Again, they only see you for a few minutes, so you're helping them. And I'll give you a personal mm-hmm. example with personalized medicine. I was noticing from my aura ring, mm-hmm. despite doing my evening routine and everything as well, that actually what was happening was that I was waking during the night, but I didn't realize I was waking up. So it was showing me that these spikes of like waking up and at the same time, the continuous, sorry, Siri going again. <laughs> at the same time, my continuous glucose monitor was showing that I was becoming hypoglycemic at night. My blood sugar was dropping really low. Mm-hmm. And so this back to my point with the intermittent fasting, I was having dinner really early with my mm-hmm. kids and I was trying to do these prolonged fasts overnight. Mm-hmm. It just didn't suit me. It was causing me to drop my blood sugar so low that the body was sending out a cortisol response, waking mm-hmm. me up. Mm-hmm to try to get the liver activated so that I don't essentially die overnight because <laughs> the blood sugar right. is so low. And so a little biohack with that was taking almond butter near bedtime, mm. obviously with no sugar, no palm oil, and stabilizing my blood sugar levels overnight. Mm. And you know, had I not had the readings of my aura ring and mm-hmm. the continuous glucose monitor, like, I mean, I, 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 if there was one doctor on planet earth that could have told me that, <laughs> I would have been very surprised. And that's the beauty of personalized medicine because you can mm. combine them too. So that's what I'm really excited about, personalized medicine and being mm-hmm. able to better understand yourself and for people to mm. feel empowered, like take your power back. You can do so much yourself. Right. Just with, tread with caution, know that one size doesn't fit all, listen to your body, tune in with that. Um, and then things like, you know, the early detection, right? So do, you know, go and make sure that you are getting your blood, mm-hmm. your blood test, your biomarkers tested. And as maybe a side note to that, you know, those parameters that you see on your, your blood test result, they're based on a white man in the 1960s, which <laughs> the majority of the world, I would say, is probably not like him. <laughs> right, exactly. So, so know that that range is not necessarily mm-hmm. your optimal range mm-hmm. and that's what if you can and if if it is available to you and with telemedicine maybe it's mm-hmm. more and more do look for a functional medicine practitioner mm-hmm. who is able to look at it from an optimal range for an you integrated your age mm-hmm. your background yeah because that's where you want to live in mm-hmm. the optimal range not in the bottom of the white guy from the 1960s right. <laughs> range, right? Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah. I, I love that. Uh, you know, it, it just sort of brings to mind the whole phrase, you know, being the CEO, you know, chief executive officer of your own health and yes. really bringing your team together and really being in the tools together, the technology yeah. together, all of the data together. And, you know, that's what you do. I mean, it's, yeah. uh, it's great to... It's great to have this opportunity to uh, talk with you. Can you, uh, just as a, a finally, as we sort of looked at coming to a close, can you share some of your upcoming projects, maybe some of your plans? I know you've got your podcast and you've got some other ventures that are out there. So, you know, and I'm I'm sure that people would like to get whole, get a hold of you in some way. So maybe you can share some of that. Yeah. Sure. Thank, thanks, Keith. So obviously, I'll be speaking at the Wonderland Conference. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd love if people are there, come and say hello. Any questions? I'm here to help. Um, as I said, I'm so passionate about that. I have the podcast, which is the Longevity and Lifestyle Podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Knowing now what I know, I should have just come up with a really short name. But uh, anyway, so the Longevity mm -hmm. and Lifestyle Podcast. Um, some plans as well are retreats. I feel like we need more in-person in, mm -hmm. in transformational retreats. So mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. in the pipeline for next mm -hmm. year. And some oh, great. Retreats. And also, I think another passion of mine that I'm working on is, is helping women tap back into that sort of divine feminine being in that feminine energy i and mm -hmm. this is you know a former investment banker mm -hmm. and a tech entrepreneur here so <laughs> mm -hmm. it's learning the power of actually being our true selves as well so those are just some of the pipeline of projects um mm -hmm. that i'm passionate about yeah excellent well you know thank you so much for you know bringing your wisdom and bringing your knowledge and your experience to the show and also bringing it to the wonderland conference and i look forward to seeing you there thank you so much Thank you so much, Keith. It's been such a pleasure speaking today. Thank you, Claudia, for sharing your inspiring journey with us and for providing us with valuable insights into the world of biohacking and longevity. We hope our listeners will find your tips and strategies helpful in their pursuit of optimal health and well-being. To our listeners, thank you for tuning in to the Mindfulness Experience podcast. And don't forget to register for the Wonderland Miami 2023 conference at wonderlandconference.com and use the special discount code MINDFULNESS20 for a 20% discount. We look forward to bringing you more exciting guests and topics in the future. And remember to stay mindful, stay healthy, and stay tuned.